Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we take unsolved mysteries and cocktails and we put them together and you listen to the show. I'm going to keep doing it until I get it right. All right. I don't <laughs> Did you see on it. Twitter, actually, when what? I um, in the episode where I said, Masood, do you want me to just record you doing it once and then I play it at the start of each episode? Yeah. And then somebody tweeted us and went, if you do that, I'm going to stop listening on principle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone loves hearing me grasp for the words I need to say. <laughs> every time we do the intro even though we've been doing the show for nearly two oh, about two years now yeah coming up on the two-year anniversary i'm forever going uh so i'm like it's the first time i'm in the studio going hello we're mm-hmm. doing a podcast um the voices you are hearing of course are the fantastic suze kempner hi i am a voice you are hearing <laughs> and the amazing chris Stokes. hello i'm a voice you wish you weren't hearing oh i'm the suit <laughs> yeah uh hey guys <laughs> How, how, how are you? I just ate my dinner in my room because I had to record another thing before this. So I ran downstairs, got my dinner. Yeah. It was a, a, it was a bit of chicken and some broccoli and cheese sauce. And I ate it with a spoon. <laughs> oh, I just went, oh, quick cutlery and then ran was upstairs it, with a spoon. So was I it just... homemade cheese sauce or was it like a cross and blackwell? It was homemade by Anna Kempner, my mum wife. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. What is Cross, oh, is cross and so, is it like a powdered sauce you add water yes. to it? It's like a Disgusting. sachet that you. Yeah. It oh, always tastes right. like um, bomb guff. I think it tells it tells you to sort of let you mix it with water and stuff, and you're yeah. a moron if you don't use milk. Yeah. Because obviously, it's yeah. going to be better. Making cheese sauce is not difficult at all, really. It's but I love that it comes in a packet. Like, well, I can't be bothered to make one of the easiest things in the world. <laughs> there you go. Like, uh, it's the same. I have the same disdain for pre-made popcorn i don't understand anyone who buys pre-made popcorn i did for me i'm like you can what a pet it, peeve it, oh, <laughs> i was gonna say when you get to the cinema yeah oh i don't eat popcorn in the cinema that's the only time i will buy pre-made popcorn because you just said you um, didn't eat it no is in like okay you, you buy a bag it. of it at the cinema. buy a bag of it out from not from the cinema because i don't like that the cinema charges so much money for <laughs> i'm oh, very particular about this okay do you go to the cinema in a big coat yeah, basically, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I look like three kids in a coat trying to sneak into an A-team <laughs> every time I go to the cinema. Do they think that your mutton chops are just masking tape? They're like, yeah. sir, sir, He's sir like, please open your One for the invisible woman, please. <laughs> it's called the invisible man. And you're like, ah, and you just run out, knocking over stands and like, yeah, like, knocking like over wobbling. the pick and 
uncontrollably as that looks like three people in it. Just because of your ungainliness, so they think, fucking hell, that is three kids. Classic. Um, classic Masood running from the cinema. There's that kid. There's that feet. Uh, hey, hang on a second. Who's, Who's this? That? Oh my, oh my goodness. goodness. That looks like Helen Duff. Is that, oh, is that uh, Helen Duff? Uh, oh, hi, hi, guys. Helen hi. Duff. Hey, I welcome. just was here enjoying a little daiquiri. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. Having, a, having my daiquiri. Having Did you bring daiquiri? that in with you? Yeah, frozen banana is my favourite flavour. <laughs> <laughs> He's right because we definitely don't serve those here. Oh no! <laughs> Are you too classy for that? Have I? Oh no! Know? Opposite. No, absolutely not. We just don't have the frozen banana mix. That's why we don't. We don't have oh, yeah. How else do you make it? Masood, it's really easy to make a frozen banana. <laughs> mix, actually. I have the stage for someone who can't make a. Frozen yeah. <laughs> you have to have one of those like constantly churning machines, right? A slushy, <sighs> but for daiquiris. For daiquiris. Yeah. I love that. Always makes me quite excited when I go to like I think it's not Chipotle, but the other one that's really bad uh, the other, other chain of um what other one could burrito, <laughs> uh, oh could you just they... not remember the name i thought you're like i'm not going to name check them <laughs> no i just didn't know what it was it didn't sound like i was racist Masu can only remember one mexican name <laughs> <laughs> it's chipotle that's the only one i know um and they have they have the same thing they have the, the slushy things with margaritas in them it always feels very much like that's the kind of thing they'd have in a frat house and an american my post office has a slush puppy machine I thought what? you were going to say a margarita machine. I would wow. love that. Would and it's, yeah, the letters. I, was, I had a sort of thing where I was like, I haven't had a slush puppy in ages. Should I get a slush puppy? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was there to use the post office. I was just aware of motion by my ear. And then I'd, yeah. t- and I'd moved ahead and it was just the, it was the slush puppy machine was right there. And I was like, it's weird to have in the post office. And, I, and th- that means that they must have had it recently because I, I hadn't noticed it before. See, this is a problem I have as well of like motion and, and anything visual. And I definitely, when having a kid like, so I'll put on the TV occasionally because daddy needs a break. <laughs> and anything that is like moving or with sound and i told these guys this before it's like i will literally just be like uh, and just like fucking zone out uh-huh. i've had sarah have a conversation with me and both lucy and i are watching whatever <laughs> lucy is watching and she's like pursuit pursuit i'm like huh? what yeah yeah no, I'm, <laughs> what are you about? no yeah, 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 i no. think that's a special quality i don't obviously i i'm pregnant in case anybody's wondering <laughs> i um i haven't had a kid yet there's not like <laughs> that. um but i find that just with tv in general i think there's a special quality and it's not the same with netflix it's not the same with something you've oh. selected to watch i feel like something you put on that's on a, a like a fixed screen especially not a laptop like a thing that sits mm. in the corner yeah. and includes adverts like proper adverts not just like digital shit it, there's something that really sucks you in and you can't not completely yeah. glaze out to it I've already, I've oh, that's really perceptive. You're dead right as well. It's Not like, uh, yeah, no, you, yeah, but I hadn't really thought of it. It's trained it. in us maybe since we were kids. Since we were kids, because that's how yeah. we used to watch telly. It was yeah. like TV in the corner of the room. It was a big old chunky thing as well. It was a shelf because people yeah. had ornaments on mm. their TV. You used to sit I, and watch it. I really like noticed about. it with dentists and doctors. Like if you ever go to a, a waiting room where there is one in the corner and they're yeah. just showing sports or whatever, even, I still fully, fully glaze out to it. Right. My dentist has a screensaver. 
You know, so you know all of the post, you know the posters you get in dentist waiting rooms of like terrible teeth and like this is what yeah. you should do to stop and keep coming here more often so this doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The, t- the TV in the dentist waiting room is just oh. like screensavers of those. Oh, oh. yeah, the doctor's office oh. has that as well. There was a yeah. poster at my dentist when I was a kid of... Um, uh, it was someone holding a baby that they're feeding and the baby is like bright red and crying and they're feeding from a bottle that's full of sugar and it says if you Jesus. give your baby fizzy drinks it's like doing this and I used to have dreams about that like nightmares about that baby being given pure sugar and it, you know, it freaked me the fuck out so and that's the worst thing about the dentist <laughs> no, i mean when, um... times 100 in the maternity ward in the perinatal ward. <gasps> oh All yeah it is is adverts for products that pregnant women might be conned into buying so there's a lot of stuff around there's a lot of really toxic stuff around like your body's gonna be ruined so buy this thing to try and abate that yeah happening oh. like a lot of stretch mark cream Do you mean aesthetically yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of um, like belts. I mean, aesthetically, and also just like you, your stomach muscles will collapse in on themselves before oh the baby's God. even out. So wear this big old elasticated belt. To oh, that kind Jeez. of thing. But also, there was a whole bit. I remember at the hospital when I first started going for scans, where um, they were advising mothers on all the things that they could potentially do wrong that they'd never even considered. And one of them, which really struck out to me was um baths swimming pools and windows that was the order they windows. should have been so they were like never leave your child uh, unaccompanied or just casually be too much texting when they're in the bath all right inside a swimming pool or next to a window <laughs> <laughs> just the windows the after four yeah it seems <laughs> might like just leap out the side yeah the I think the second that you let that wash over you and realize that both of you don't know what you're doing, it's totally fine. Like you, yeah. both you and the child, both have zero idea. We're like, yeah. we're just gonna fucking get through this. Every take it one day at a time. Don't worry about it. That's the and that, and I think there's a lot of because that's interesting you say about the con thing. There's so much of that I found, and mostly I think it's mostly to be sold to you as like they're like. Well, you better buy this brand because if you don't, you don't love your baby. And oh, you're like, oh, that's how they do lot, it. There's a lot no. of that stuff where you're like, yeah. and and you can. It's so easy to fall into it first time around. I fell into so much of that stuff where I'm like, <laughs> you better buy this type of bottle with this type of nib because if we don't, she'll suffocate and die. Which is <laughs> the thing is, like they they are preying on like I think that they are preying on like first time parent fears as well. It's like you've never done it before, so you you do kind of think. Fuck, I don't know anything. Mm. Yeah, you need you'll need the best. And and needing the best is a big one. It's like telling you like you need the best. Because if you don't, isn't your baby worth it? She needs Adidas trainers and not high tech. Exactly. Can you imagine how much worse it would be if you were buying your baby? If you were (gasps) if you either adopting or or buying sperm. Like that process of shopping, I think is so ripe for and also just fertility treatment. I think it's really ripe for exploitation and people getting totally sucked in by like yeah pay another grand and we can guarantee you an iq of money <gasps> yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Must be, oh my god because when you so <laughs> when my mom was trying to breed a new horse from her horse um <laughs> she you go stallion shopping and you can go and view them and the really good ones are a lot more money so if you want an olympic stallion mm. then you're looking at you know five grand for a shot but if you just don't mind having one that might be quite nice one day, because it's only five at the moment, only about 500 quid. So she went for an up and comer. Yeah. 
Hello. Oh, you didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> Which means uh, <laughs> we had a masseur laughing at that point. Um, it's really funny, actually. I don't, the only reason I was laughing is, is that um, your mum has put more effort into a horse's child than she did to her own. Oh, my God. Yeah. If only, if only she was a little more discerning in the first place, she might have ended up with a hot child. Like, what happened? I am you furious. Go shopping. I think what happened there is stallion shopping, it's only really like you did that, and I think me, Helen, and Masood on principle were like, "No, nah, we're not rising to it." No, really. <laughs> I felt the instinct so strong to be like, "Same, uh, same, yeah." So hot, what are you talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? I did. It was. I. I'm proud that you agreed. <laughs> um, we were all just like, mm. "What are we drinking?" God, we're already talking about my stupid dad on this podcast. Sorry about this, Helen. Yeah, what are we drinking? So what Helen's, have you got, got, Chris? Helen's got herself a, a lovely uh, banana, banana daiquiri. You can, have two, or, you can have like two or three. Is it a mockery? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it's a mockery, isn't it? Mockery. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically a smoothie. I've got a smoothie. <laughs> you got a smoothie. <laughs> I'm drinking a milkshake. Let's be honest. I've got what's called a. I'm gonna to have to Google. I'm gonna to have to look at my the name again. I think it's called a chocolate. It's called a chocolate something. A chocolate something. <laughs> I might it call it that. Doesn't look chocolate. It looks very transparent. No, it looks uh, yeah. Very well, it's, um, it's very. It's more in the flavour than the than the colour. Oh, it looks okay. really nice. It does. It's called look really nice. a chocolate martica. Chocolate <gasps> martica. So it's uh, it's it's rum, uh, dark rum, uh, brandy, sweet vermouth, a little bit of maraschino liqueur, and chocolate mm. bitters. Wow, yeah. And I've ended up using because smoke, okay, alcohol, uh, nice. which is kind of chocolatey and coffee anyway. So it really added to the cocoa. What have you got? What are you Suze? drinking, Suze? I am drinking. Okay, so the other day I was thinking about all the lovely cocktails I've had, and I can't wait to drink a cocktail in a bar that costs like 20 quid when I get out of here. Um, yeah. But I was thinking, I don't think I've ever had a cocktail that's actually as nice as the first ever alcoholic drink I ever had, which was archers and lemonade baby so i've got an archers and lemonade and i'm gonna call it a first time oh okay archers what flavor uh, i might be not too familiar with peach schnapps schnapps. okay so you got peach schnapps and lemonade peach schnapps and lemonade it's actually verging on too sweet yeah, what was really nice about this? Don't even have it iced, from what I can see. Soon. Mm. Yeah. No, luckily we've got the we keep we keep the sprite by the back door, so it's cold. <laughs> before we uh, before we started ah. recording, uh, before you arrived, I think uh, maybe before you arrived, Helen as well. Sue's uh, took a little sip and she went, "Oh, my drink!" And I was like, "Oh, this is going to be special." Then what is this going to yeah. be? Turns out it's Archers and lemonade. lemonade. It Archers is. You know what? It, I think because I drank it when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah, uh, it does. It it does verge on too sweet. I wonder if you could have it with like bitter lemon or something. I reckon so. Oh, to make nice. it grown up. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm an adult now. Did, when you said oh, you put your sprite at the back of the the back door, this is something that I is this a British thing? You guys don't put like sprite in the fridge. You just leave. No room in the fridge. It's full of feta cheese. <laughs> Um, our climate, Masood, means that when you have a when you have a house party in winter, uh, it it makes sense to put your beer in the bird bath. Anybody else oh, put yeah. beer in the bird bath? No. Beer no. in the bird bath. What are you drinking, Masood? Oh, what am I drinking? Uh, I've called this a a lame sip. It's some lem sip max uh, with honey, sweetened with honey. Put I'm some Cointreau in. Well, listen, it's technically a cocktail. It's two ingredients: Ooh. lem sip yep. and honey. Oh, and it's gone cold. Oh. oh. That's the chilled, worst. Chilled by the back door. I just left that by the back door just to, just to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when you said that, you reminded me of, I went to someone's house party at Christmas and they had dandelion and burdock. 
Oh yeah. Love dandelion and burdock. Oh, of course you do. Awful. (laughs) Tastes like soil. I don't think I've ever had it. You know. Oh, Helen, it's it's (laughs) like okay. I understand why they're being derisory about it. I just have fun childhood memories of it. It's basically so you've got Dr Pepper, right? Now imagine a British version. It's like they've it's 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 like they uh, it's like they've taken Dr Pepper and been like, no, this is it's not bland enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let's let's take it down. Let's and they've really dulled, they've dulled Dr. Pepper. It's basically Master Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Little Ma- boy Pepper. <laughs> rather than a rather than the PhD, he's got an he's got an MA. MA. Today we're doing the Watsika Wonder. Ooh. Does anybody know about the Watsika no. Wonder? No. Uh, it's ringing w- a bell. The Watsika Wonder. It sounds Wanda. like a brand of cider that I would have. Drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down the park. Would it be a cloudy flat one? <laughs> yeah, delicious. Yeah. The Watsika Wonder is like one of the most prominent accounts of spiritual possession. Uh, uh To this day, it happened in Watsika, Illinois, in the late mm-hmm. 1800s. In America. Uh, it, yeah, it's <laughs> well, quite an really involved. It's quite an involved story, actually. We'll have to go back. Quite a bit. Basically, it involves somebody called Laurency Venom. Right. I have heard about this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because Laurency when you, because it's not spelt the cool way it sounds. What the? You're about what seeker or venom? Ve- the venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I listened v- to a podcast about it before. Yeah. It's V E double N U M. Oh, what? Not are, you just, are, you, are you out? Is that Masood checking Yeah, that's out? it. I'm <laughs> like, what? It's got to be Venom. Masood's so venom, like, mate. yeah, done. Well, <laughs> okay, Laurency Venom, she was 14. This was in like 1877. She started having like severe fits. They're called cat- cataleptic fits. She'd been suffering from insomnia. She was hearing voices that were calling her name, even though there was no one there. And she had a lot of severe sum- stomach pains. When she had these fits, her body would contort so much that her feet would touch her head. Like they were Jeez. proper. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, what? Like, around the back? Like really violent. Around the back, around the front. Like her body was like folding in half yeah. as she was doing them. Um, Where they put the Sprite. I mean, it was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes these would happen for up to uh, days at a time. And sometimes uh, if they were in short fit, she'd have 12 a day. So oh my God. it was quite worrying. When she'd be regain <laughs> consciousness, she'd say that she'd been able to communicate with people that weren't there, that right. hadn't existed. Okay. Uh, the doctors couldn't really find anything wrong with her. That said, it was the 1800s. So maybe they... Yeah. I mean, Do you know what I mean? Anyway, the doctors at the time couldn't find anything wrong with her because they couldn't find any medical reason for the fits. They just were like, well, she's a teenage girl. Uh, she's insane. Yeah, in classic 80s. That, that happened very We tried drilling a hole in her head. Yes, <laughs> we have. And it hasn't uh, worked. During her fits, she'd speak in different voices and like have different mannerisms. She claimed to be, at some points, a 63-year-old woman named Katrina Hogan from Germany. And on one occasion, she claimed to be a young man named Willie Canning. Oh, well, she's Willie. She's funny. She's doing beer. It's, yeah, she's, she's doing, yeah. Yeah, so this is why the story endures, because they're like, yeah, maybe she's acting out, maybe she's being funny, maybe she's being we- being weird. But then she started saying that she was Mary Ruff. R-O-U-G. Uh no, Ruff, R-O-F-F. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> R-O-F-F. This is where it gets weird. Okay. What? Oh, this, this is, is where it gets weird. Okay, cool. When was uh, when was she when was she born? Eighteen seventy-seven. She was th- like I think she was 18, born in 18, 1864. Yeah. And eighteen sixty-four was when somebody, also a native of Watsika, Illinois, nineteen-year-old Mary Ruff, died. 
died for around about the same time that Laurency was born. Mm-hmm. Mary Roth was the daughter of Asa and Dorothy Roth. When she was alive, suffered from the same cataleptic fits. Right. Right. Uh, they started when she was a baby, and they only got worse as she grew. Now, because they started when she was a baby, like obviously Mary wasn't acting out because you can't fake it when you're a, an no. infant, can you? No. Um, what about like, I don't know, Masood? How crafty is Lucy? Um, she's getting crafty, so no. Then not <laughs> as a baby, she wouldn't have done not it. As a baby, she no. Have I mean, gone, like, I haven't eaten. Oh. She. I mean, I guess like she could refuse to lift her head up would be the craftiest thing she'd do if I asked her when she was wow. a baby. I don't think they're that crafty. She was having these fits, mm-hmm. and then Mary uh, would say. So this was like. 20 years before Laurency was around, Mary would say that the fits gave her, she was able to speak to spirits when she was having episodes. Then when she started becoming a teenager, the fits became worse and worse and worse and worse. And the doctors prescribed leeches. It was the 1800s. And they put put leeches on her head because apparently she had a lump of pain in her head. Okay. So they put leeches on her head. Yeah. And it didn't really help, but she really enjoyed the... Sensation of, sensation of having blood sucked out of her body. Yeah, right. and she okay. she she kept the leeches as pets, even when they didn't. Oh Jesus man! Christ. Even when they didn't help, she kept the leeches as pets. And then one morning, when she was about eighteen, so eighteen sixty four, which if you remember was about the time Laurency was born, mm-hmm. Mary went into her back garden and just started hacking away at her arm with a fucking Alma. Oh. She fainted because of blood loss, and then when she woke up. Now, because of the fits had been so terrible, she'd lost a lot of weight over the previous year. So mm-hmm. she barely weighed like about 90 pounds. What's that in kilos? Oh, God. Uh, it's, well, like it's about, that's like a six and a half weight, stone. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So despite that being well, Both case, of those weights mean nothing to me. I don't know. I don't understand what kilos or stone mean. I'm like, sounds light. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that's about 35 kilos. Okay. Somebody's going to look at me and be like, no way, but... <laughs> No, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the point is, it's real light, real light. That's what you got to take away. Tiny for for even Um, for a fourteen-year-old. That's yeah. Well, no, at this time she was eighteen. Gotcha. Um, This is because this is Mary, not Laurency. She hacked at her arm, so she was already like she'd already lost a lot of weight, and then she lost a lot of blood as well, so she was weak. When she woke up, it took five men to hold her down. (gasps) Um, What? uh, What? No one's that coming. Yeah. Uh, Where did they get so, the five men from? She was so frantic. <laughs> 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 we need five like, men. They're leaning out the window going, Barry, Barry, come up here. This this little bitch is a nutter. Because <laughs> it sounds like, like suspect, doesn't it? It sounds a little bit like, oh, mm. these we had to get these lads in. Mm. Yeah. When she woke up, there were just five men ready and waiting to pin her to the floor. And they yeah. were uh, yeah. Did yeah. anybody give her a chance to not be pinned down by the fire? <laughs> oh no, were we need all already, these guys. Were they sitting she on her before she, she became yeah. conscious? She Is woke up really, really peacefully. It wasn't like she was having a fit. <laughs> she just sort of like blinked her eyes into existence and then she looked around and then all of a sudden they were like, yeah! <laughs> ah! <pinned> her <laughs> um, one on each limb and the other yeah, one just like no, sitting on her chest no, going, ah! This is where it gets weird. When she woke up, she seemed sort of like, more normal than she'd ever been before all of the fits, <laughs> before all of that, because she, she'd suffered from the fits ever since she was born. Mm-hmm. She seemed fine. But then it turns out that uh, she couldn't see anymore. Oh. Uh, but even though she couldn't see, and they, they did the tests and her pupils were unresponsive and all of that, she mm. could read. And then they were like, she's putting it on. So they tried her with a blindfold and she could read blindfolded. 
So she was reading the encyclopedia by blindfolded. This spreads. Bearing in mind, this is before Laurency, of course. Yeah. Mary and could can read. Can I just double check? Because obviously I was listening very hard at the beginning and I haven't got to <laughs> any point. But Laurency is the name of the former girl. Who's no, Laurence is the name of the subsequent one. But you introduced her first, but yes. she's actually younger than this chick. Who's, yes, who's yeah, yeah. This now. is a flashback. And her name sounds like pleurisy. It sounds like yeah. talking about some sort of old school disease. Yeah, and also a bit like lunacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. venom, of course, means poison. So. Yeah, um, and it's well, a great movie. Oh, fantastic. Venom, <laughs> Christina Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Because she could read blindfolded, that spread like wildfire and everyone was like, ah, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, so they, they tested her. So a newspaper editor from uh, the Danville Times was going to write a story about this. And that newspaper editor decided, well, there's no way. Like, I have to make sure that she's on the level before I print this. Yeah. So he had with him a sealed letter that he gave to her. And she read it. What? Uh, blindfolded. Her local pastor, as well as her own father, Asa, they tried to trick her as well, but she was able to read every single time. Wow. Fucking uh, hell. Even though she was blindfolded. Then she started hearing voices. Uh, Classic. Because of all this, they sent her to an asylum, an insane asylum. Yeah. Uh, as they were called, uh, legitimately called insane asylums. And they sent before her there the for bloody a... PC brigade. Before the woke crusades. <laughs> That's it. You can't like even call it a nut house anymore. <laughs> We were talking about like what what they were talking to their friend of theirs. I said like, what would you if you could live any at any time in the world? What would you what would you want to live? It's like oh, I'd want to be like in the eighteen hundreds, like like you know nineteenth century, but like be quite rich. I'm like you know you could just pick any time <laughs> to be rich because it's like it's pretty much the same throughout. Yeah, it's history. always good to be rich. Yeah, it's all it's like eighteen hundreds. Fucking now. Also, it it's not matter. really. That's not really in the spirit of the question. You know, if somebody says, "What time would you like to live in?" Yeah, they haven't said, "What's your personal What's wealth your personal... or health like?" Yeah, yes. exactly. Because one, but most people will want it. They'll answer that question. Be like, "Well, I want to be like." No one wants to be black in the nineteenth century, right? <laughs> even don't. if you're rich, even if you're rich and black in the nineteenth exactly. century, still... I mean, it's not going to happen, is it? Well, I guess the, the thing I was coming to is like, the same asylum thing of like eighteen hundreds and like how that all is like just just bung them in the fucking bin mate just jump yeah. yeah it was yeah, yeah. they fine. used to drop them off there and it was like ah that's that's that done yeah outside of mind just like wipe your hands mm. of it it's she cool. uh she didn't last very long did mary after that and then yeah she died at the age of 19 jeez then of course along comes lurency having the similar sort of fits and then <laughs> she was starts... our first person we talked yeah. about that was then she starts saying that she's uh, and this is like 12 13 years after Mary died. Mm -hmm. Then she starts saying that she is possessed by people, including this 63-year-old German woman and also Mary Roth. Yeah. Because it's the same town, Asa Roth hears about this and he he's filled with regret for sending his daughter to the insane asylum that he thinks then eventually killed her. He now starts thinking that maybe she wasn't insane. Maybe she could talk to the spirits and now she's manifesting herself through lurency. Right. Mm. Okay. So they go and visit, and what's really weird, Laurency, who obviously was born after Mary died, uh, mm. when she meets uh, Asa Ruff, 
she knows family history that she could never have known, that only Mary could have known. Okay. Childhood nicknames, not just for herself, but for other members of the family. <laughs> Cunt. What? That's not a nickname. Yeah, and then Ace is like, no, 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 sir. That's what we used to call her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, so so this, this sort of like then became this huge thing. And like, so, so someone called Dr. Stevens, who was a, a, a prominent, uh, why is that funny? It's just someone called Dr. Stevens. And this is where someone called Dr. Stevens comes into this. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence Venom and Dr. Stevens. Dr. Stevens. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, he was a, what, like he's, he's from a, um, they call it like the psychical research at the time. He was basically a spiritualist, but most importantly, he debunked them. So while he was a spiritualist, he 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 would go and investigate, be fair, and then he debunked a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so the fact is that then you think maybe he's coming at it from a skeptic point of view. So he recently just debunked somebody that was making wild claims, and then he came to investigate this. Uh, he's his got a full fine... diary, hasn't he? I like that. I like yeah. he's got a full diary. That's very good. As a spiritualist in the 1800s, you could get oh. work. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a oh, serious yeah, business. Out. Yeah, he he like yeah. honestly, he he I, he just opened in Ohio, and now he was closing in White <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, and what are they employing people like that for? Are they employing them because they're asking, look, we need to validate whether or not Lurency is going mad or bang on and we should listen to the words of the prophet. Are they like, is there any sense in which these people think potentially she might be viable? Or is it always just they need an official Dr. Stevens to... Tell you that it's all bullshit. Uh, the thing is, I love the way you worded that question because that I, yeah, on the face of it, they were after a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, back then in the 1800s, the reason this institute was open was because they hadn't fully got rid of superstition as they hadn't debunked it. So, like, mm-hmm. they th- these things existed as like legitimate investigations into this sort of thing. Like, if this happened now in 2021 in Illinois. Do you really think there'd be people going around like going, please look into this. We don't know if she's possessed by a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Dr. Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back then... If, but then if, when you debunk them, does that basically mean you then send them to uh, an asylum? Um, asylum yeah. No, or, or, you, or you expose you them as a fraud. giving the family permission. Uh, uh, I think they, or, or you expose them the as a fraud, which is what he had done. Whereas with this one, uh, even though he was an eminent debunker, 
he described this as the most remarkable case of spirit return and manifestation ever recorded in history. Wow. And his official findings were he couldn't find anything, any explanation for this other than spiritualism. Hey. Um, he which sounds is why like the story's yeah. endured. Uh, like, I mean, we're now 130 odd years later. Yeah. And it's it still persists because the details of the fact that she, she'd know intimate family stuff yeah. that she could never have possibly known. Not only that, because of the... just like one of those really good clairvoyants who says sort of, oh. like horoscopes, you know, yeah. generalised like she... statements that yes. sound really perceptive. Like, you've had three affairs, Daddy. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, I've definitely had three. Like, I'm working on an average of the town, babes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how, like, Darren Brown does his stuff where... It's all it's all ba basically he asks questions without them knowing he's asking questions. Yes. And then he yeah. finds he figures that stuff out that way. Mm. Like that as a practice is still something that fools people now. So back then, yeah. if she if she sort of like uh, had stumbled upon it. Yeah. <laughs> she was uh, the Darren of her day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but like I mean exactly but the Darren of her day in the 1870s, that's gonna oh, freak people oh. out, isn't it? If they didn't really know that you could do that before. Like yeah. hon hone in on all of this. Uh, specific knowledge and and nicknames and recognize surroundings and possessions as well that so this story is is so weird because when she was possessed by mary roth mm. and the roths would come to visit her because she played on this knowledge and they were like oh my god that's there's a, o only mary could have known this yeah she said she wanted to go and live with them and the uh, the mm. family the venoms letter and she lived with them for a hundred days as as the reincarnation of mary yeah uh, and she'd right. recognize family that would come around to visit other things like yeah like i say so uh belongings that they kept because it was their dead daughters yeah. she'd recognize them as hers even though they hadn't told her that it was mm. hers i'm adoring this i can hmm? if, if she was faking and she was just playing it out as a performance can you imagine the enjoyment you'd get from just being like, oh, my hairbrush. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Just be like, and and, just see and, 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 and oh, oh my I've God, missed, Helen, Helen. I've missed my lustrous lust. <laughs> it was hairbrush. It was a hairbrush. That's amazing. What? It, yeah, yeah. She, she Helen, you did it. Helen um, debunked it and she did it. Well, there we go. <laughs> like, basically, yeah, now is it. I am the kind of character who would happily go along with Mary. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, mum and dad. Yeah. Uh, it was hairbrush and a hair a hairband as well. And uh, she I mean, recognized also, the kids in the in the 19th century were did not have a lot of toys. Quite a grim time. It was wearing. a fluorescent yellow scrunchie. <laughs> there was the hairband. Uh, but also, this is what's strange. Lurency was also able to repeat the reading blindfolded oh. thing. Whoa, whoa. But she could see. This... She could see completely. So it was, yeah. But also, she'd be blindfolded. They oh yeah, blindfolded but like she wasn't because. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like it's not like Mary who lost her sight. So to be yeah. Fair, again, I know this is probably giving a lot um, to social media, but I think the way our brains have deteriorated, like melted, our memories are so so shit now. We can't yes. even remember a single phone number. Yeah. Imagine none of that existing, and also could... being really deprived of all literature, like only having very few books. I reckon you could memorize most things in the house. Agreed. Just with a couple yeah. of flicks. Um, they blindfold her and then hand her something and she'd be able to read it. Yeah, but if it was oh, the so. Bible, she'd know it. They all knew it back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah but this would be like sealed letters. Ah, see, that's Yeah, but if they were Bible verses. <laughs> 
feel let's so just that be able is to feel weird. the feel the ink and stuff. But um, did you anyway. ever, when you were a kid, did you ever have like a party where you had to do pin the tail on donkey or something, and they tie something around your face and you could kind of see through yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and, and you do that, you don't, and then you could see through. Like, yeah, and you yeah. go like, oh, I'm just about to get it on the donkey, and you just do a well, little bit off. But you still that's the thing, you... isn't it? Because of course, when you when you when you're handing something to read, it's underneath you, so you could yeah, just just be right yeah. fucking. <laughs> straight down um, you gotta zazz it up you can't just be like and then there you gotta do you gotta give a little bit of like, gotta give it yeah. some they should have stabbed her eyes out <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give it the well okay yeah, here's the thing with mary they did do te- uh, the pupils wouldn't dilate and stuff yeah Ooh, interesting that was that was with mary the original one yeah um, with lurency obviously long time listeners know that me susan masood do not believe in this kind of shit um <laughs> It's like it's impossible. And what is it Sherlock Holmes says? If you take away all of the impossible, whatever you're left with, even though it's improbable, must be the truth. Yeah. Yeah. That is that they were, and, they were faking. Well, that, <laughs> they were faking yeah. somehow. Do you think and, she was in cahoots with somebody? Was yes, it, I do. Uh, so let's um uh, let's maybe Asa. Let's skip to this because my yeah. theory is my theory is, is that Asa was racked with guilt about sending his daughter to the asylum Wild. when when C started exhibit, exhibiting the same physical symptoms of the fits. Yeah, aka and, epilepsy. And seeing people and saying voices. And of course, you've got to remember this, that this is a town, <laughs> Wat Seeker in Illinois, at the time, I think there was a population of 5,000. It's not very big, okay. but it's big, it's big enough to think it's big back then. Yeah. So um, if Laurency, as a teenage girl, started hearing stories about a girl that died 13 years ago, Maybe she'd start repeating the behaviors, to, like and yeah, I mean, like acting out. She'd repeat the behaviors. Oh yeah, like doing the yeah. fits and stuff, pretending that she's seeing people. Doing, and her then bit. she's like, "Oh, mm. I am Mary Roth," because she's heard the name. And then Asa Roth gets wind of this, and he is keen to prove that his daughter wasn't insane. This is a second chance to prove that she was a legitimate spiritualist. Yeah. And so, make some not, De Niro. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not necessarily in cahoots, but he's got something. He's, basically, he's got a vested interest to keep yeah. this going. She then has a vested interest in to keep this going, and they will like surreptitiously help each other out. You're so right. these stories of she knew childhood nicknames and whatever. Why couldn't that have come from him? Mm. And yeah. they're yeah. both pretending, but neither of them are letting on to each other. Mm. They, they, yeah, like the, they know. I know that you know, you know that I know, but none of us are going to say anything. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. And, and and then, of course, there are certain things of like, well, if, say, she gets something slightly wrong, Asa is so desperate that he'll explain it away. Yeah, he'll just be like, oh, but that's, yeah. Mm. And then they live together for 100 days. So they can confer at this yeah, point. Yeah, they could have learned all kinds of, like, they could have taught each other all kinds of patterns and, uh, like, secret signals. You know, obviously it's not the case now, but um, back in the day, in terms of like aping somebody's material in order to then find your own voice, that uh, maybe, <laughs> she's obviously like a strong performer, this chick, right? And yeah. she's <laughs> like, whose shtick can I be inspired by? It's a bit mm. like, you know, when female comics were rarer than they are now, there were only one or two and you sort of yeah. maybe started by kind of doing a little bit of 
I don't know, Lucille Ball and then mixing it with a bit of somebody else and then yeah. finding yeah. your own version. And that's kind of, that's almost, if she was, what I'm saying is if she was around today, this girl, she'd probably be like, you know, accused of trying to be the next Phoebe Waller-Bridge. But <laughs> yeah. she ends up living with this guy What's weird about this is that, yeah, you're right. In a, in a way though, it becomes, it becomes Lawrence's story rather than Mary's. Mm. Yeah. So like Mary's story then is, yeah it's something for her to build on because Mary's story was probably a, a girl that had undiagnosed psychosis and they just binned her off to an asylum because she was insane but the reading thing which was when she was blindfolded and they would give her tests and they would say well this is sealed you can't possibly read this read it her father was always present so her, like there could be like Morse code or like uh, signals and tapping yeah like, do you know what i mean like you tap yes. the leg and stuff who wants to be a millionaire style yeah oh, exactly yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. major <laughs> major ingram so we, we watched that show right we watched the itv thing i don't know if you know but itv have a really bad way of organizing their video on demand we watched it and we're like oh, that was really short they're talking about Mar michael sheen being in it he's in it for like 10 minutes and everyone's saying he's really good in it blah 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 we'd watch the third episode thinking it was the first one. Oh, oh no yeah uh, and we're like, oh. And then hey, we, and were you in the UK, Masood, when that happened? It was 2009, was it? Oh, uh, I feel like it was earlier than that. I think uh, it was like yeah, late nineties. I came in. I came two thousand nine, yeah. so I think it was. It was yeah. I'd heard about it, but I don't know. Look, anymore. when that was Major Charles, because he huge. was like my well, it, age when it happened. It got outed before it got broadcast, didn't it? Two thousand one, so because yeah. it happened the day yeah. before nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Really? It was very much our wow. 11. I remember watching it with suspended disbelief. I don't. I don't remember watching it. They, they showed the documentary about how they did it, which included all the clips, like mm. months later, which made like we they get that Mandela app. effect where we're like, yeah, I saw that go out live, but actually right. they never put yeah. it out. Where, where do we? That was it, I think. Okay. So she, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we skipped to this thing of like, Asa th and there's a reason that like Asa has got something to prove. To himself more than to anybody else. Yeah. Um, and then Laurency probably maybe. <laughs> I just wanted. I could not remember her name, and I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to call her syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I was really searching for. I was like, and, and yeah, Asa and Syphilis, they're, like, the they're the whole yeah. new duo. Uh, Laurency lived with them as Mary for 100 days. Yeah. Uh, recognised family that she couldn't have known. But by this point, if she was living with them, there's no reason why Asa would have been like, I can't shatter the illusion, but I can let this girl know that mm. Uncle Fred and Auntie yeah. Ada, they're <laughs> yeah. going to come along. Do you know what Ada's I mean? got a massive growth on her nose and Uncle Fred's a bit handsy. Yeah, that sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. That, exa exactly that sort of thing. And so um, she's there going like, who's got busy ends? And everyone's <laughs> like, does he? To Ace and Ace goes, he does. <laughs> They're in America, but I've given them 1900s Cockney accents. That's how Watch everyone sounds. Oh, yeah. That's how um, everyone sounds in the 19th yeah. century. The 100 days thing, I just, it feels so specific. Like, 100 days, no more, no less. Yeah. Uh, Laurency herself, as Mary, put a deadline on it. So after a while, <laughs> after a while, Laurency, as Mary, said, I'm, in, I'm inhabiting Laurency's uh, body while her soul heals. Come this day, at this point, I will leave. 
And she did. Oh. So that's Lurency, isn't it? Giving herself an out. She's like, I yeah. really don't like it here anymore. I'm going to yeah, leave. Like, <laughs> I reckon I could probably stand about 100 days. Yeah. And <laughs> then like, these sorts of stories are always like, so for example, Mary's story, for example, she went to an asylum. She died at the age of 19. Yeah. Um, there's, the, the, there are other similar stories of like, we did the great Amherst mystery of like mm. a, a teenage girl getting possessed and then she dies prematurely. Lurency lived until she was 88 she lived until the 1950s jesus she had 11 ah. children uh, she married fairly young but like stayed married had 11 children mm. and there were no other signs of anything weird in her life was she it after the 100 days like that was it it was like after the 100 days after the 100 days that was it there are some uh, some reports but i can't really like verify them because they're as much hearsay as the littler details yeah but apparently yeah. Lur- apparently mary came back and possessed lurency a few times when she was giving birth so that lurency had painless labors right ah, ah, that's mary. convenient right. that's good that's a good thing that why is think, why would you put you couldn't put that on i mean that makes me think that's really interesting because giving birth obviously there's loads about hypnobirthing now i wonder if for her Mary was a place of freedom and escaping away from her mm-hmm. from her own body. So maybe she she went yeah. to the place that was Mary in order she, to escape uh, the pain. Yeah, oh, wow. and that, 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 this is why it's not so weird because Mary's from the same town as her. She will have heard the stories about Mary. Yeah, even even mm-hmm. though it was before her time, because she was born I think like months before Mary died. So yeah. like mm-hmm. they did overlap a little bit, but there's no way that she'd have memories of Mary. But she'll like she'll have been told the stories yeah. growing up in Watsika. Oh well, I mean, like there's nothing else to do in that town. They'd be like, "Did you hear about that girl?" Now I've I've just assumed they all from the south. Yeah, hear about <laughs> that girl. That's She's crazy. Like a legend. She's like a local celebrity. Yeah. yeah. This girl has got whipped up at a young age into a into a form of like living out that person's lie especially we don't have that sort of like now really there's not like the local legend i don't i can't think of a local legend near where i live like a weird i know chris michael palin lives near you oh yeah he does but he's not like a local character yeah like like like... the cowboy like didn't you isn't there a cowboy from from where i grew up yeah 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 yeah. yeah. there was the cowboy and there was the roundabout tramp (laughs) there was the roundabout tramp called god yeah he had he had a he had a a funeral that um a lot of the city came out wow i guess one of the reasons we don't have local celebrities so much is because we have we feel so much closer to real actual celebrities we don't have them in our phones and um did you watch the Billie Eilish documentary on Apple TV? No, no I haven't seen it. Is it good? She idolizes, like, idolizes Justin Bieber. It's a big part of the documentary because huh? wow. eventually she meets him during the documentary I and see. they, like, in some sense become friends. Although, yeah, I don't know, you could really call it a friendship. Okay. Yeah. When Bieber, like, calls her up on the night she wins, like, all the Grammys and realizes and knows for a fact how much influence he has over and how, how much she adored him. Mm. Wow. So it can't really ever be a level. It's a bit like, do you remember, I don't know if any of you saw Sean Morley's show a couple of years ago at Edinburgh, but he had a, a great kind of puzzle that he started the show with, which was, can you ever really be friends with a baby as an adult or will you always be in a position of authority because of the age difference? Okay. Like, will yeah. you ever be on an equal level with a baby? Mm. Like, will <laughs> no, or will you no. always feel in some way encumbered by the fact that if you left them alone, they would die mm. and it wouldn't be the same if they left you? For example, kind yeah. of a thought experiment, but... Be, it felt a little bit the same with Bieber, like, can you ever really be friends with Billie Eilish? But I would say the way it's depicted, at least their relationship, she went from idolizing him to the extent that she would, you know, weep 
and be really her, her parents thought about putting her into therapy because they just couldn't and then she became yeah. Bieber now she's sort of yeah oh she's God. a megastar yeah. Yeah, yeah in the sense that very young as well yeah and the mum talks quite a lot about Bieber uh, Billie Eilish's mum talks quite a lot in, in, mm. in the sense of like that poor boy I don't feel like he was properly looked after and, and Billy's being properly looked after, you know, as like a yes. comparison thing. Yeah. So Billy Eilish's yeah. mum is Asa Ruff. There you go. There you go. Holy <laughs> shit. What a oh parallel. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so if you wanna if you wanna see like a different version of this story, watch the Billy Eilish documentary. There's an incredible get... bit as well, and this is a huge spoiler, I'm sorry, but Orlando Bloom appears at one point and you've never seen a more creepy individual in your life. <laughs> really? Oh my really? God, tell me everything. It's an astonishing moment. Basically, just before she's about to go on stage at Coachella, she's 17 at this point, right? And Katy Perry comes up to her mm. and says, hi, hi, just assuming that Billie Eilish will know who she is, and she does. <laughs> Uh, she says, I, I really wanted to meet you because my boyfriend is obsessed with you. Like, obviously, I love your music. I love your music. My boyfriend, like, he plays it all. It's the only thing he puts on in the car. Oh, yeah. And then Landy Bloom comes over and is like, hey, and gives oh, Billy a hug, right? Oh. And that happens for a bit and it's kind of creepy. And then Billy Eilish goes back into her trailer just before she goes on to perform. And they're like, you know who that was, right? And she's like, uh, and they're like, Pirates of the Caribbean. They start showing mm. her pictures of him as the elf in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Yeah. And suddenly she's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I was obsessed with him when I was nine. And you're like, no idea who he was, right? So then he comes back later and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know who you were. She's like straight up with him. She's like, yeah. I didn't know who you were. I yeah. did not know who you were. But now I remember, like, you're Legolas. And he's yeah. like, yeah. And then gives a hug again and says, oh, this is the universe hugging you. This is the universe. Oh. Just go what? out and do what you need to do. It's Yuck. like, oh, OB, you're Fucking so hell. old, man. You're I mean, so old. He I can basically... feel the universe's hard on you, my thigh. Is, yeah. is that, yeah. Does the universe right. want that? Here's the universe hugging you. And I'm like, I will never feel bad for you again, but it didn't quite work out. Yeah, you're just like. <laughs> I can imagine Sue's doing an entire reenactment of that whole story where the Venom and the Aces. What's Ace's last name again? Uh, Roth. Asa Roth. Who could he be? He could be. Soap version of that scenario. He's Dr. Robotnik. Mary's Liza. And she ends up in the same asylum. And which is actually just the Queen Vic. It's just the Vic. Yeah. And then Doc Cotton is Dr. Steven. It's Dr. Steven. Oh, yeah. Hello, it's me, Dr. Steven. Oh, it's going to be great. Thank you for my new Edinburgh show, Helen. They are faking it it's nonsense <laughs> they're lying these women are lying to you you called me up to tell you i am dr stevens that's who I am. it does feel it does feel like an, a, a so proper way of bringing back mary ruff we're going to yes. bring back mary ruff but she's yeah. going to be possessed ghost by... possessing yeah, yeah yeah and then and like you totally see like in the episode where like the husband has killed the wife and the wife has come back possessed in the body of somebody and says something and be like, I know what you did. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. I'm aware of what you did. So yeah, so it sounds like they're, I, I'm kind of with you, both of you guys on that. That It's like, it feels like dad was like all right look hey i feel like shit i gotta ease myself from this yeah here's the chance mm -hmm. and it's like, rolled in my you favor. know i think like 
as kids you do it. Do you know what I mean? Where one yeah. of you tells a lie and then one of you gets into it. You both perpetuate the lie without yeah. actually both admitting that there's a lie there. Yeah, you stop yeah. realizing it's a lie and it becomes more fun or more interesting to just go yeah. along with it. Yeah. It's funny when that backfires though, when one of you is into it and the other one is not. <laughs> But you are still like, I'll oh, just play along because otherwise, I don't well, know. I'd if that run. was the case, this could have been nipped in the bud straight away because Asa oh, Roth yeah. would have been like, nah, my daughter's dead. Don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would have been. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that be like, nah, proper improv off. blocker, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And Asa, how about fuck <laughs> off? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think I reckon, I reckon that's. Uh, all right, that's wrapped up in a neat little package. We <laughs> sorted it. We solved it. Thank you well, for helping us solve the mystery, Helen. Absolute yeah. pleasure. Do you not normally Thank solve them? Do you- oh, they're all unsolved. Oh, right. Sometimes we think we do, and other times we have to admit defeat. <laughs> Can we categorically say it? we've solved any of them? No, we can't. No, we can't. But, but this one feels very much like, yeah, we solved it. I feel mm. like that's that's very solved. It's <laughs> plausible, I've, I've, isn't it? I think I, I, I think it, I think as a theory, it's one of our more plausible ones. And we've given yeah. several, I would say, solid telly recommendations along the way. Yeah. Yes. If Absolutely. you haven't necessarily watched all the things we've referenced, go ahead and uh, take a look. Come back with the exception of the OC. Don't <laughs> don't watch the OC. That's the one you shouldn't. Don't return to the OC. Yeah. I remember the OC. I remember Just the OC in Dawson's Creek, which was best was a precursor of OC. Their yeah. whole thing was like it's fucking teenagers, and every episode is just like this is an important moment in your life. Mm. <laughs> oh yes, every you single can't episode. Act and just look pretty on screen. Orlando Bloom being like category one, but yes, like what is it? Patient X? No. What what were they? Saying? Patient Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero for that. I would say Misha Barton, who, pay, who plays Marissa right. in the OC, is like patient. That's Helen, really have you got anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> oh, have I got anything I'd like to plug? Uh, I do a podcast. It's called Come As You Are. It's all about orgasms. It's lush. Mm -hmm. And um, lots besides. Don't be put off if you're a priest. (laughs) Come on board. Um, (laughs) Come on board. You could call it that. <laughs> you could There's do a, a version story. on a cruise ship. On a like, cruise it's called ship. Yeah, be lush. Just sailors being interviewed. Be great. <laughs> um, and then also an improv night called Makers of Meaning, where we it's a live stream. So the next one is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, so we show really? clips from the movie and then we interview the cast and crew, who were obviously <gasps> brilliant improvisers. And oh, then the one so after great. that, which will probably be the last, because I don't know what's going to happen once lockdown eases, is. April 14th, I want to say, maybe the 12th, Desperately Seeking Susan, which I'm really... Oh, that's going to be great. You're going to interview Madonna? Probably. (laughs) We've had Nicolas Cage before. He was (laughs) built a vineyard in a Norwegian wood. Very nice. (laughs) That sounds great. Great. Nice one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks so much, Helen, for, thank for coming you. on and coming into the bar. Yeah, thank you for enjoying a drink. Bring your own drinks anytime. B-Y-O-D-Y-M-B, it's fine. B- B-Y-O-D. Drink, <laughs> not dick. B- yeah, drink, yeah. I mean, if you want to, you can totally. You don't necessarily need to leave it at the door. Bring it in. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, if you leave it at the door, a dog will get at it. So just bring it inside. Oh, no. I went outside to get the D that I left. I let it get cold by the door, and there were two dogs fighting over it like a ham. Like a Christmas ham. Like, ah.
where you can find us in all the usual places mystery on the rocks rocks is spelled r-o-x on twitter and instagram mystery on the rocks spelled cks on facebook and you can even email us mystery on the rocks spelled cks at gmail.com we love emails and we love you leave us five stars on <laughs> itunes if you don't i guess you're some kind of jerk <laughs> Oh, goodbye. We've been mystery on the rocks. <laughs> that was Doc Cotton saying bye. 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 <laughs> mystery on the rocks. Oh, yeah. Mystery on the rocks. Yeah. Mystery on. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.